0: Hello and welcome to The Silk Narratives, the first online platform and podcast dedicated to the talented, intellectually versatile and beautiful women of the Arab region and its neighbours. The world is increasingly turning towards inclusivity, yet a fair representation of Arab and Middle Eastern women is still lacking. Through this podcast, I hope to inspire my audience and prove that these incredible women are not the exceptions, but perhaps the rule. This is Rima, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Silk Narratives podcast. My guest for today is our man-based art collector and buyer, Dina de Of Jordanian and German descent, the proud mother of two has previously held different roles, namely as editor-in-chief of Living Well magazine and as a business developer at the Royal Film Commission. Today, Dina dedicates her time to what she truly loves – Art, travel, and her loved ones. Specializing in Arab contemporary art, Dina translated her strong belief in Arab artists, both established and new, through the creation of Dar Art Fair, which she has established together with her business partner Ranya Mesh. The fair takes place once a year in Amman and is considered the largest of its kind in Jordan and perhaps the region. Dina, it's such a pleasure to be chatting with you today. You mentioned that your mother is German and your father is Jordanian. But that you feel more Jordanian? Uh, yes, I feel I feel more uh, Jordanian.
1: Uh, I'm proud, of course, uh, to be half German, but I guess my characteristics are more, uh, let's say Mediterranean. I would rather refer to myself as somebody who um, has knowledge in art. I don't have an academic background. I've done several courses like uh, Sotheby's courses in introduction to contemporary art and uh, uh, things like that. But I, I would rather be referred to as somebody who has a good eye for art.
0: But I also feel like when it comes to art, and that's just, you know, coming from someone who's really, really far from being an expert in, in in this field, but I do also feel like it has also a lot to do with, um, with a feeling. Yes. Um, yes. You feel like... You know, even, even when I, when I'm at an exhibition or I'm at a museum, you're drawn into a piece more than another and you cannot logically explain it. it so it's not, not really scientific. scientific. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a feeling, feeling. Mm-hmm. and, um, we react to all of these pieces differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I also feel like yes um,
1: yes definitely it's it's a feeling, feeling it's it... a culture it's something that you're uh, surrounded with like you said my my mom is an artist so I grew up around art I had to visit all museums and exhibitions and art galleries uh, in Europe being surrounded by art you know having an artist mother and having art books and having colors and uh, materials and canvases at home and uh, being the interest the interest was was born mm-hmm. and so let's call it an interest and the love for art when i was editor in chief uh, uh, of living well magazine uh, my favorite part was always that part dedicated to the cultural scene in amman so i was drawn to um, all the local artists i f- somehow found a feeling in me was born that part of why i'm here is to support these local artists the idea of Dar art came from my partner Rania Amish Uh, she came to me um, and said that um, it's high time that we have an art fair in Amman because we have everything else we have design week from festivals dance festivals music Mm -hmm. um, except for art there was one um, event a very very long time ago I think maybe 18, 20 years ago, uh, there was a radio station called Sunny and they had a Sunny Art Fair, which was mm-hmm. a, a, a beautiful, small uh, get-together of uh, the local galleries, but we've had nothing since and nothing major. So um, when she came to me, the idea came about, we sat together and we decided to have an art fair that is uh, dedicated to artists from the Arab world only, because mm-hmm. regionally there are so many art fairs, yeah. whether it's Beirut, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Um, that are let's say international art fairs but there is nothing really super dedicated to only artists from the middle east Mm -hmm. and we
0: have so much talent in the middle east yeah and this is what we wanted to show do you also feel like there's um there's a lack of support for uh Um, artistic talent. um. Very much so, very much, very much, especially locally. There's little support,
1: um, there's little financial support, there's no governmental support. Mm -hmm. In the region, there is, there has been Dubai, there is support, uh, the Gulf mainly. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have such a plethora of talent and art from, from a very, very, very long time ago. I mean, Iraqi artists are, you know, have been known for decades and decades and the the entire region. I mean, from North Africa to the Gulf, to our region, to the Levant, there's a lot of talent and we want to showcase that. We want to show that to the world.
0: Bringing all of this, um, all of these works together from all of these different artists. It it also reinforces this idea that we have so much talent in the region as well. Did you feel that after the first uh, fair, did you feel that it did generate the interest expected? Um, Did it exceed your expectations? How were the reactions to it?
1: Uh, I think I can safely say it exceeded our expectations. Uh, It was uh, very successful. We managed to showcase the art of around 160 artists mm-hmm. between the galleries and independ- uh, the independent artists. We, we used the format at that art fair of galleries and independent artists, mm-hmm. which is also something we decided on from the beginning and it's a format that we want to uh, keep on using. We showcased a lot of emerging artists as well as established, renowned. It really exceeded our expectations in the sense of the amount of people that came The surprise of the people that came to see how much talent we really have, um, hidden talent, and generally we, we did very well.
0: And apart from uh, w- working um, on organizing the the fairs, et cetera, you're also an an art uh, an art buyer. Do you get a feeling that when it comes to people from outside the region, you also mentioned that your main focus is um, Arab contemporary art? Do you feel that when it comes to clients from outside of the region, there is interest in Arab artists and their works? Is is there enough awareness on it? Um, internationally, I would say not
1: very much. Not very much. Uh, um I mean, even within the Arab countries, first of all, Jordan is uh, almost lost on that map. Even internationally, uh, I don't think there is enough awareness. There are, of course, a few names uh, of Arab artists who have made it big, mm-hmm. very big. Such internationally. as? Internationally, the Iraqi artist Dia Azawi or um, a lot of the Palestinian uh, uh, well-known artists, some of the Lebanese artists, Samia Halabi, they won't come to me at the moment, <laughs> but there are many, many, many yeah. um, you know, they've been taken on by Christie's and Sotheby's and uh, have been sold at, at record prices. Mm-hmm. But compared to the amount of artists we have and to the amount of Arab countries, uh, that is still very, very little.
0: It remains a fraction of, of the capacity that we have. Um, what do you love the most about what you do? I just love I just love
1: being around art and artists. You know these these. Do you these have any g- personal favorites? G- I do. I have a few, but I won't <laughs> mention them because I I love them all. Uh, but um, just being around these creative people, being in that world of yeah. of of uh, whether it's these young emerging artists that are buzzing with with energy and creativity and. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful world that I, I enjoy uh, being in. And, and that's why uh, a few years back, I started an art travel blog where I started traveling to all the international the art. The pairs. artinerary. Yes, the itinerary, And um, it's just fun being around
0: beautiful art and uh, expressive art and political art and what do you think characterizes an arab artist in comparison to an artist i don't know from africa from europe from is it too simplistic to say there is something that they all have in common that you know that mm. that you can see through all of their Works. No, no, I
1: think this is the mistake that's happening uh, where international people think that uh, you, you know, can put he's them an all Arab artists. oh, so you know it's, it's probably horses and tents and deserts and <laughs> camels and you know the Orientalists, you know, did a great job at yeah. oversimplifying mm-hmm. first of all the region and and uh, the diversity in the region and the art uh, as well. So um, I think what we're trying to show, especially through contemporary, uh, art is that there is no way you can tell that this is an Arab artist. You know, you, he can be in the same room with a French, Italian, American, South American artist, and you won't tell any one of from the other. There is probably when it comes to, um, to certain or a good amount of artists, there is that uh, sense of uh, political injustice that you see in the art, yes. yeah. the suffering, so the, a, reflection uh, a reflection of their the realities that you can see, but that is not a country specific. That is more, if you see, look at art in, uh, in uh, Central uh, America at mm-hmm. a certain period, it was the same thing or uh, uh, Native American art or... Uh, African art from certain countries that yeah. have been... Uh, there's, there's a message. There is, there is that message everywhere. That's and cool. I think the stronger the struggle and the stronger the oppression, mm-hmm. the stronger the artwork is, in my opinion, and, and shows that human suffering. But I don't think this is um, country-specific or region-specific.
0: Who is Dina? <laughs> Who is Dina?
1: That's a good question. Dina Dina. I think an amalgamation of of many things. I think I'm a melting pot of the contrasting cultures, the diversity, open-mindedness uh, of somebody accepting to different um, views, backgrounds, ethnicities, cultures. A very proud uh, I'm a very proud mother of two beautiful children, Khaled and Nadine, married to my best friend, and generally somebody who uh, loves life. Dina, growing up, who were or who was your role model? I I don't remember having one specific role model because I had so many diverse interests, you know, you're into sports at one point, and then you're into uh, movies and Hollywood glitz and glamour, and then you're into uh, fashion, and then you're into uh, writing and reading and poetry. And then you're into... Um, I've gone through so many phases that I can't remember having one one role model. I'm somebody who's very much... I mean, my, my human design is very much against uh, habit or being stuck in one place or one job or one interest mm-hmm. or one direction. That's not me. So... Really, therefore, there's never been that one person who has it all that I've thought, oh, yeah. wow, you know, they have it all. That's, that's what yeah. I, no, I've, I've, the, the only person who I've always found interesting and, and thought, wow, if I were ever to meet or would want to have go into the brain of, of that person would be Leonardo da Vinci. Really? He's the most, for me, one of the most interesting People, because he's so much more than what people know of him. You know, so so much more than the artist who did the 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 paintings and the the, the murals. And the, he's he's a, he's a mathematician. He's a mm-hmm. physician, physicist. He's a, he's a, he's a genius. He's just somebody who's devoured life in in, a, in such a way that uh, leaves other people thinking, "Wow,
0: you know." Dina, what are the principles or values that you truly live by and that you hope to instill in your own children? The first thing that would come
1: naturally to my mind is for me, the the number one principle in life is love. You know, loving yourself, loving those around you, loving humanity, loving nature, loving your surrounding, loving earth, loving people.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a foundation so for everything. Yes,
1: so it's basically love kindness, non-judgment. I think non-judgment is the characteristics that I would uh, hope to have instilled a bit of in my in my children.
0: Are you today the woman you wanted to become?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm very happy and content with the woman I have become. But again, like I said, since I never did have a role model, I I, I think I find this difficult to answer because I'm... I'm I'm really somebody who lives in the moment. moment yeah. I'm really somebody who's always about the now, about you know, doing something now and achieving something now and being happy now and uh, working hard to get what I want now. So it's not, I don't, I'm not somebody who puts goals and goes after them. I'm not somebody who's, uh, who wanted uh, um, uh, to be a certain profession or to to reach a certain goal or to become uh, this top-notch career woman or, no, it's just, things have just always flown, you know, it's yeah. a, it's a flow. Go they, the flow. They, I, I go with the flow and things have always come my way for some reason. I don't believe in coincidences. Every, everything happens for a reason. So um, everything just came my way and I went with the flow and it's led me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I am very happy and content of where I am today. Yes.
0: And mm-hmm. proud. <clears throat> so so what, what are Dina's dreams for the future?
1: I dream for both my children to um, be happy and content as well in whatever they decide to do in their lives. I dream to visit even more countries and discover more cultures, uh, more places and more adventures. And I really hope that Dar Art Fair grows to be an established uh, fair that really achieves the goal of promoting and helping and showcasing as many Arab artists as possible. I just hope to always feel the way I feel today, that contentment and uh, happiness. Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah.
0: <laughs> um, the last question is something that I ask all of my guests. If you met your younger self today, what mm-hmm. would you tell her? What would I tell her? I would tell her to look at the bigger picture, to not
1: sweat the small things yeah. to um accept the fact that uh, really really it is what it is and whatever is meant to happen will happen and to just let things flow and um just go with whatever life uh brings your way the more the more uh, i grow the more i realize is if you if you bring more love into your life
0: and more uh Openness and more acceptance; good things will happen. Um, it was an incredible pleasure to meet you, and thank I mean you, the likewise. work that you do is amazing. But getting to know you also as a person, I hope that, that whoever is listening finds you as inspiring. inspiring that as I have found you today, thank you. and my takeaway from our conversation today is something I need to do in my life as well: is to trust the process, process and, go and go with the yes, flow. Yes,
1: I mean my best advice is read a book called The Surrender Experiment Mm -hmm. by Michael Singer. It's a very good book.
0: Great. We'll add it to my reading list. (laughs) Thank Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank 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 you.